and welcome to Icon Underground Radio for the week of April 13th. This will be our big BotCon 2016 wrap-up edition. Uh, we don't have any comics to discuss this week. Uh, of course, we've been taking robots in disguise in a uh, more more of a time, uh, and this week we certainly got a lot of other things to talk about. Uh, the the elephant in the room is, of course, the future of BotCon and Transformers conventions as a whole. Uh, but first, news. It looks like, I, and I will say up front that BotCon news this year was almost entirely toy news. Uh, yeah. We didn't really get any news from IDW. Uh, we didn't really get any... Uh, we didn't get a confirmation of next robots in disguise season. Uh, we didn't really get any rescue bots information at all. I don't, I, I don't, I didn't even hear that there were any rescue bots, any rescue bot stuff shown by Hasbro this year. Although we have recently had like the announcement of the new rescue bots character that's going to be the Kristen Shawl. So oh, yeah. I think they may have just really? figured. BotCon, the right venue to announce new rescue bots. Yeah, wait, did they have that at, um... Well, they're fools. The other comic company that was also going on this weekend? Uh, Emerald City Comic Con? Yeah. I don't think they... I know, I do recall I did see that one picture of the new uh, girl Autobot for uh, for rescue bots, but I don't recall if, if that was from Hasbro, if that was from Emerald City Comic Con, or if that was from something else entirely. Yeah, probably. I think that's just been from general publicity. Like, oh. a trailer got posted on Yahoo. That's oh. entirely possible. Yeah. I, I feel like the the lack of rescue bots is something that, that needs to be brought up in the overall convention discussion. But first, <laughs> toy news. So, I guess first we should mention the various exclusives that uh, were together for BotCon itself. Yep. Uh, we got... We finally got to see the uh, box sets in photography other than Fun Pub's own feeling. Ravage has a really flat head. Yeah. So flat. So flat. And and by extension, Tigtron does too. Because they just repainted him in white as a yep. convention exclusive. Oh, that's such a flat little head. Was that necessary for the engineering? Or... Well, <laughs> or dot dot dot. A little bit... Yes, but a lot no. I don't think it needed to be that flat or even bigger. It, it's so weird. Cause, like, it's, it's the breakdown mold, which is also the wheeljack mold. I think wheeljack's around here somewhere. Oh yeah, he's, uh-huh. he's a leg right now. So, it's shallower than the face of some of the other heads of the computers, but it's not that shallow like there's no back at all. They, they could have had, like a half a centimeter more, or a centimeter more than that. But then they might have had to pay somebody to mold the back of it. So is it just, it's just flat on the back, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. There's oh, not even like so a, a fur yeah. pattern. It's like they made it and it didn't fit and they chopped it to size to fit. Yeah. yeah. Cause, like, I, mean, I, I understand that, that part of why Pinheads in general plague Transformers as a brand is because of the engineering necessary to get them into place in in their alternate modes. But yeah, that and exclusives in particular because those are kind of retrofitting heads into place, and they can't. There's only one thing you can alter if you're tooling a new head, and that's yeah. the head. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you can't it's alter so the the space like, it fits into. 
And it doesn't seem to really have a neck. It's it's just it's just a little round disc with a face on the front <laughs> as a head. Kitty face. Yeah. Speaking of round discs with faces on the front, we also got an exclusive unit three. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so unit three who's so for, under three. Oh, he's so cute. Yes, for those not familiar, that would be a reference to under three, which is is sort of I'm not going to say is the name of I guess that may be official to some point. Well, uh, it is the way, only current given name of. Yeah, yeah basically in in Beast Wars. Yeah, during Beast Wars, there was a, a McDonald's promotion. As happens from time to time. There's been yes. ones for lots of different Transformers toy lines. But yeah. I think that was one of the first ones where they did that instead of the McDonald's formers. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And uh, the under three toy was basically like, sort of like a, a makeup compact where you've got a, a lion head and it just opens up horizontally and... Is is a lit as a robot inside, and it was never given a name. So it was the under three toy. A lot of people declared it to be under three, as as his name, <laughs> and <laughs> with whatever that implies for the fiction. And and yeah, so there was a toy from that same mold that was based on that called Unit Three. I've always thought he was surprisingly like Optimus Minor robot mode. Yeah, he's I could, really I could see that. Looking with the head and everything. But now he's protector bot streetwise. Yes. yes. So he's, he's yes, so close the, to being a taxi TF... without <laughs> I, I appreciate that the TF wiki at the beginning, the disambiguation says, this article is about the yellow lion head. For the blue lion head, see lion head. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the wiki. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, that, that was an interesting one to go with. It was a nice little thing. Uh, there was an air razor who was yep, a... because, because kind of like, somebody at FunPub really likes the idea of doing pre-Earth mode air razors. I, I like the idea of doing pre-Earth mode air razors. I, I don't know if I would say that it's for necessarily different reasons or not. But yes, uh, she is based on the Legends Slipstream toy, uh, which was a remold <coughs> of uh, the first Windblade toy that we got. So it looks and good, but like think... getting Tigertron an Air Razor pair. Yeah, yeah, but it's again, it's it's them before Beast Wars yet again from the club. It's weird. It's the yeah. second time I've gotten them from the club, and the first time Air Razor did not sell well at all. Oh, like, they're still trying to get rid of air razors. Oh, okay, we have the first air razor, which is a really crappy toy, as long, except if you just leave it in robot mode at the back of a cabinet. Because that slug slinger ugly toy. Well, I will have to, uh, I, I will have to keep an eye on eBay then, because I have little money, but great desire yeah. for more air razors. It, it does look a, a lot better than the Tiger, because they didn't remold it. They just, yeah. Let like me know at the toy show, I would have given it to you. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, so there's that. Uh, there was a Reflector 3-pack uh, based on, I guess, Generations Combiner Wars Shockwave with a, like a little Legends. Legends. Class, yes. They also had the uh, and the only box set pickup in person golden ticket thing, which was another clear version of him. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Did Rick Alvarez come up with that? 
He likes the the randomly clear redecos. No, but it's a more exclusive exclusive. You can only get if you bought the golden ticket, and the golden ticket was like an extra couple hundred 200. dollars. Two hundred. <laughs> we'll be discussing that. Anyway. Uh, there was the big showpiece Megatron from the old. Um, yep. That was it. Three H. Megatron design that never got used. Yeah, the um, head is based yep. on and, and various the bits of the deco. Is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's based the first, on the first robots in disguise, Megatron or Gigatron or whatever it was called. Yes, this would be the car robots. Megatron, Gigatron, the hand one, the one yeah. that turned Devil into Gigatron because they did the retool and then they never undid it for future releases. Uh, nice, nice. So, so he has an extra like has an extra like dozen modes. He has ten official modes, and then people have come up with over a hundred fan modes. <laughs> yeah, most of them are tenuous at best. <laughs> Yeah. Well, half well. the official molds are tenuous at best. The, the elephant is like an elephant face and legs without the back end of an elephant. <laughs> they saw a picture of an elephant, but it was kind of cut off. That they just, you know, went with it. Yeah. But I have it? I have heard worrying things about the chrome on that Megatron's chest, though. Yeah, his chrome might yeah. be flaking already, which is ridiculously fast, even for chrome metalized stuff. Yeah, that sounds like almost like leave it in the um, long enough. Well, that I wonder is it flaking or is it like rubbing off? Well, we don't have one, and we haven't. It's so we're only getting it. Yeah. Yeah. we can only speculate. Chipping and, chip and wearing would be two somewhat different patterns of coming off. One is just that it didn't cure properly, and the other one's usually the the coat was too thin. Uh, but Either way, if you're going to buy that, be really careful. Ask for lots of pictures of the chest. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and there was Also, the none of them have uh, high deco uh, on dragon mode. Oh. What? He's blind. Huh. Oh, maybe he's got his eyes closed. It's a reference to Savage Noble. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, the, the custom class Ravage, who was... Uh, Wait, where was he? We got four different possible oh, versions Ratchet. of Ratchet, plus a new character named Medics. Oh, I so he's a. a new character. I, you know, I wasn't sure if it was a new character or like some random like Brazilian thing. Yeah, it says. Uh, Pull it up on the wiki. Says Medics is a Protectobot from the Generation One continuity family, the newest member of the Protectobots. So yeah, he oh. he was basically appears to have been created that. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. Because you could get people to collect them all on eBay now. Yeah. The comics version, the G1 version, the G2 version, the Shattered Glass version, and Medics. Which just means Yay. different stickers. They only gave away two at the convention, so you didn't complicate it. Anyway. What was the Generation 2 version? It's Generation 2 stickers. Okay, <laughs> so just like generally yeah. Generation 2-like stickers? Yeah, it, it's still the same gadget. Yeah. They're all that'll differences. They're not huge. Because yeah, I was going to say, there wasn't a Generation 2 Ratchet toy. I think it might be based on the Generation 2 comic. That was just G1 Ratchet, but okay. I, I, will, I will allow retroactively including more D1 characters in G2, because I love G2. Fair enough. I think there'd just be a series that's entirely characters. Like, well, there was a... Uh, 
there's that that concept floating around out there of G1 or G2 Mirage, and do like a G2 I don't know Trailbreaker and <laughs> Drax and some other random characters and just do like what they could have looked like if they had been in G2. Oh, and there was also a rubber ducky. Yes, there was a rubber ducky with a little fun logo on it. Apparently the the ducky had sold out by Thursday night. They made half as many rubber duckies as they made Megatrons. (laughs) Although it is perfect for putting hand mode for Megatron. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I saw a picture. On the of plus that. side, there was also somebody in artist giving out a uh, fan-made toy scale rubber ducky for. Oh, the toy time. scale so one. Props to that guy. One? Oh. Yeah. Okay, I saw the, the the toy scale one first, and I, I want one of them. Maybe somebody else. So I, I, I am impressed to hear that they managed to sell enough of anything on Thursday to sell out, considering that they were apparently having massive credit card problems. Yeah. yeah, but that's kind of a constant. But then they did have the one other exclusive, the Dawn of the Predacus comic. Oh boy, I didn't. I I have heard absolutely nothing about this, so I'm taking that as a great sign. Yeah, they are trying to retcon members of the Tripredacus Council as reformatted Decepticons. Yeah, oh, that's right, because some of my, my friends who are involved with the wiki were complaining on Twitter, now that I recall, on yeah, Thursday, about how it was like, okay, so now all these random non-show Beast Wars characters are now actually G1 characters. Have fun with that. Yeah, like <laughs> Have the fun worst, merging those pages. Like in the tech spec cards they gave out one, I forget which one is, is supposed to, like, Shockwave... Who remembered he has emotions and is now one of the Tripredicus Council. No! No! <laughs> no! Yeah, the, uh, the wiki people who I was, I was following on Twitter were <laughs> not amused at the, I mean, personally, and I say this as someone who came very close to reading convention fiction, I've always thought of the convention fiction as sort of apocryphal, yeah. as like, Almost canon. Yeah. Yes, it's canon adjacent. It tries to latch itself on to existing ca- canon to have a reason to exist, but it's not canon. Yeah, but it does. I've always get... viewed Beast Wars media, other than the TV show, as canon adjacent. Yeah, that's. I mean, I think that's entirely fair. Below canon adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Mostly because I mean, this doesn't break the trend of the comics based on Beast Wars, not. Kind of missing the point of what made Beast Wars good, but yeah, yeah, it's it's not great. Stop! It's it's like 1999 all over again, just deciding that random Beast Wars characters should actually be G1 characters, like like Transmetal Grimlock and Prowl. Right, it's just Transmetal. Hello? Transmetal Prowl, regular Grimlock. Yeah, if it was... Though it's also entirely possible, I realize, that Beast Wars Prowl is actually just someone who thinks they're G1 Prowl. Yeah, if it was just I prefer Prowl, that interpretation. Just Prowl and Grimlock, or <laughs> yes. just a guy who thinks he's Prowl and Grimlock and Ravage, th- that would be fine. That'd be okay. got, like, a tiny handle of guys. But when you try to make it more than three guys, or actually guys from G1, no. <laughs> no, that destroys Stop. the point of Beast Wars. Stop. And that's, I think that's the thing that really gets me, is that this is one of the things, like, things that excessively quote the movie or kill off Wheelie for fun yeah. is, uh, it's just, that's one of those things that really feels like a sign of someone who's 
insecure in liking something from their childhood still? That, and it feels like someone who maybe has not read a lot of other Transformers stories and isn't aware of what's been done to... Yeah. Those are things that have been done to death. Yeah, they just love G1 and ignore everything else. I mean, that was like half of fan fiction in 1998-99 was people making G1 characters into Beast Wars characters. That was that was a long time ago. We've we've passed that phase. Come on, yeah, that's fine. You should have stopped at least ten years ago. Yeah. So I always preferred the convention stories that were like the fun side stories to the universe shattering one. Yeah. I I liked the Furman universe shattering ones. Well, mostly because when those became universe shattering, they got resolved in a way. That sort of way where no one knows that anyone did anything. Yeah. I like like it's, being, it's fixing, fixing the universe in the back. Oh, uh, yeah. It's fixing Shokorak. Yeah. Though, yeah. so, uh, I mean, the universe stuff was kind of fun, but it was also way in the future and pretty much jumped right on board with all the multi stuff. Yeah, it was kind of fun for, uh. So do we, uh, I, I'm, Gosh, I'm just being being mean here, but do we know who the writer was on the Dawn of the Predacomic? Oh, I... give me a moment. Actually, I now that I remember, I think it was somebody at IDW who actually wrote it after they really? were told by the uh, people at oh, Fun Pub what toys were going to be. Right? Yeah, Fun Pub handed off the list of what the toys were going to be, probably the, maybe the tech specs, and then sent it to IDW to do. So maybe it, the maybe, comic itself is better than we'd expect based on what they did uh, of the fiction. Well, we're not there. We didn't read it yet. Uh, there were also, like, for instance, the the what if the Transformers what if that was also had a lot of the elements that marked something as being by someone not who hasn't been around long enough to know which stories have been told too many times. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, IDW has some really great people working for them doing stuff, but some stuff they do seem to sort of pass off to randos on their writing staff. Somebody's got to get writing started somewhere. I guess. It it might be okay. None of us had read it yet. I'll receive my copy and whenever I get it sent to me. Well, there you go. And then we can have a, a proper discussion of it. Yeah. But but for now, yeah, there's not a page for it on the wiki yet that has not been updated. So uh, I I noticed that the list of guests list voice actors for writers, nothing. Artists, a whole big pile of people, most of whom probably paid their way and really shouldn't be counted as yeah, guests. They had to buy a table then, to get there. Yeah. I I am personally of the opinion and this goes for all conventions. This is something that Wizard World and various other conventions do as well. That if if someone has to pay to be there, they're not a guest. Yeah. Don't live with a guest. That's obnoxious. But Wizard World, you know, they they took over my own city's local Comic Con a, a few years ago. So I've I've had some uh, some dealings with their their practices, and they're not good. And that's not something you emulate. I. I'd suggest doing a separate class of thing, like guests, and then uh, like 
featured vendors or what featured attendees. Yeah, yeah, I think or yeah, featured vendors would be fine too. Or just have your artists alley listed as its yeah. own its own thing. Yeah. So that's both. Although there were people in the artist alley there with booths that weren't the people on list. Yeah, and it, and it's true that there are always people who are guests who also end up in the artist alley, and that's even at your Wizard Worlds and your other conventions. Uh, you have a lot of guests who also get a table, uh, but yeah, I think that that should be two separate lists. And if there are guests who are also an artist alley. You can just put them as guests, and people can assume that they're also really going to have people. Yeah. And Unless Aaron Archer was there, too. Yes, Aaron Archer was there. Did he have a table at the artist's alley? He was actually a guest, and I think the wiki just doesn't have him in the right thing, because he had, like, autograph panels along wow. with the voice actors. I, I know that he had his own panel panel, but that's pretty neat that he had a an autograph panel. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, he's he's a cool guy. Uh, so, I like sh- uh, shall we shall we touch on the robots in disguise toy news before we move on to to the uh, more mainstream generationsy stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So, like I said, we have not had a third season of the show confirmed yet, but um, that's fine because they're still likely. they're like half a dozen episodes into the second season. So let's hold our horses. Uh, the toys they had again. The show makes me so frustrated sometimes because they have all these great Decepticon designs, and some of them get toys. Yeah. But we're getting a bisque now. Bisque. Yes. <laughs> a guy who was only in the like the very first episodes of the first season for like a minute, and then was gone. Then uh, he's in some of the. I mean, he's been sort of in the background of yeah. some of the newer well, stuff. He was in the most recent episode this weekend as okay. Future Decepticon. But yeah, the, the giant lobster Jakar is back. <laughs> why? Why is his name Bisk? I know why. Can his you name propose is Bisk, a better also, name for him? I don't know. Lobclaw. Ice Stalker Tron. I I could see Clamp. Nautilator. Oh, Nautilator. Clampdown would be decent, but I I still prefer Bisque. Yeah. Yeah. Bisque is just interesting because he, he's also sort of seafood Bisque colored. Yes, I guess. I guess. Okay. And then he could get a seafood Louis Redeco. <laughs> I both hate and love bad pun names. Oh, speaking of Redecos, Quillfire is getting a Redeco as somebody. Scatter Spike, you know, Scatter Spike from Scatter Spike. I guess maybe you fire quills sure. to sh- scatter spikes. Yeah. So that's that's a thing. Uh, also, they showed the warrior class that would be the formerly deluxe class, Thunderhoof. Yay! Yay! So you can pose him with seal jaw to uh, reproduce filthy art you found on Tumblr. You could just pose him with a Rocky action figure, <laughs> where you can do something that's not terrible. Look, I'm just saying that that ship sailed the moment they were both on screen. I'm just, I'm just saying that I can't help what Tumblr does. I can't be held accountable for them. Oh, I, I may feel like a proud grandmother, but <laughs> I can't be held accountable for them. Uh, I'm okay. super glad we're getting weapon minicons again. Oh yeah. Yes. It's like ones that turn into swords and tridents, and isn't there like a hammer? So they're a bunch of yeah, they're a bunch of really cool ones. So they. 
turn into various fun little weaponies and guns. I like all the swords. I like sword minicons. Yeah, minicons that turn into weapons were one of the things I loved most about our modern Nenergonin. What's this? The ones that had a third mode. They are doing uh, a ratchet for robots in disguise, though, yeah. you know, who knows if that means he's going to show up or anything. Or if he does show up, if he's going to be Jeffrey Combs. Oh, he's I a retool, know. isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, I strong think so. on the, the chest, the legs, and with the back of the vehicle, and maybe some other stuff was retooled, besides the head. I, I I think if if they gave him a nose, he could be a passable more than meets the eye ratchet. Not like a great one, but probably better than any other one we've gotten recently. Well, I don't know. The, the Prime one is, well, yeah, okay, he doesn't have a nose, but other than that, <laughs> he's very stocky ratchet. I, I like that kind of the nose is a big point here. It's, it reminds me when uh, when people would do art of uh, IDW versus Knockout, and the only difference was that he had a nose. And then when we actually had IDW versus Knockout, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, noses are not aerodynamic. No, that's the thing. The, the more I've gotten used to the the, so the robots to, and to be the fastest on Velocitron. Having a nose on robots is still is weird now. I'm used but to it. But Alex Mill does those great noses. He does really good noses. Yes. Yeah. But maybe maybe some more guys without noses in the future. Anyway, uh, what are the robots and disguise toys we're getting in? We we saw the prime with the his breast force buddy again. Oh yeah, and they had the uh, the new wind blade, which does look. Sturdier and more stable than the generation's windblade, which yeah, is nice. I like that one, but it's difficult to pose. Yeah. yeah. I did see the uh, little legend scale one at retail last oh, week. Yeah, I. So I that's something her. for people to keep an eye out for. I, I found her. She's Yay! Her. I finally had something from Combiner Wars show up at my Walmart. <laughs> Yay! Well, my target's been okay. That's pretty sad if they've just not even had combined wars for this long. Yeah. That's wow. That's it's pretty bad. Even I get stuff and my circular pierce sucks. <laughs> anyway, any other robots and guys, toys, things? I think that was it. Yeah, that was definitely the the important wrong. stuff. So, uh there was also some more Titans return stuff. Uh they have okay. basically at this point Filled out all of the uh, 1987 headmasters. Oh right, yeah, because yep. they announced everybody else except for Weird Wolf and um, which one is it? The hey, that's Wolfwire now. Yeah, he's Wolfwire. He, he's still Monzo as his little head. Oh, what's I'm, no, I'm he doesn't sad. have Monzo as his head. He has Mung Xo as his head. Yep. Oh, Monzo. Spelled a different still. Yes, and, I'm surprised uh, he wasn't Wolf Blast. <laughs> Wolfwire's amazing. Wirewolf made him make more sense. But then again, he does things backwards, so he's a Yoda. Aha, that is a good point. So, so yes, he and his Monzo are coming out. He looks good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. He looks really I have good. noticed oh, the, the since BotCon on my Twitter feed, there seems to have been an increase in people selling off their third-party headmasters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame them. This stuff looks amazing. Yeah. Like, as apathetic as I've been toward Titans Returns, because I don't like the idea of having to buy toys to be able to get the one cool play feature. 
Yeah. I love the idea of interchangeable heads and headmasters and a little guy that transforms and plugs into the big guy that also transforms. Yeah. That is just right up my alley. That's good for you. Yes. I'm not as sold on, but I, I really want the Headmaster Beasts again. Especially Weird Wolf. He was always my favorite, and he looks more cartoony. He's got giant feet in beast mode. I really hope that Echo, that uh, Silver down his claws remains the way it looks now, because Whoa. it's very, like, you know, a very worn kind of look. It's not solid oh, yeah, it's silver. Yeah, it's, it's very it's, sort of dabbled. It's worn yeah. off, and he's got pink teeth. <laughs> I love that he's got, like, a Cybertron defense hotshot-style guns up. Energon Grimlock was not good, but combination cannon sword thing on his back was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. What is the, the highbrow? Is that the helicopter? I always forget. Yes, highbrow. Yes. It's, it's the one Rob likes. <laughs> one of one of the other uh, great old early Transformers eBay stories that I have is a listing for Autobot eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the guy who just had no idea why his friend asked him to list Scorpinox's head. It's just the head. Why would anybody want the head? So. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that that is Highbrow. He's really nice and helicoptery. Got you know, yep. he, he looks like Highbrow. He, he, has, he has a transparent canopy that you can see his headmaster through. Yeah. Yes. He's got his headmaster. Yes. The great improvement of knees, what we didn't have twenty five <laughs> years ago or whenever that was. And then we also have the mech for the uh, Voyagers, which is they're also triple changers. Kind Just, of. You know, all of them. Which, okay, sure, although the, the, we got Astro Trains, a weird space shuttle, and a train, and um, Alpha Trion, who's now Alpha Lion. <laughs> and, and he yep. transforms in sort, to sort of an aircraft carrier-ish space thing that's, I guess oh, it makes sense giving the uh, previous Alpha Trion toys we've gotten. Or, um, he, oh, was Vector he transforms Prime? into a lion and a a thing that is presumably a spaceship because anything can fly through a vacuum. Yeah. As we learn, Transformers Energon. <laughs> no, that's and anything Cybertron. can drive through a vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I'm expecting this to get an even cooler redeco. I mean, love this magenta purple color scheme. It's really good. Yeah. I'm also expecting to get, like, Lyo Convoy homage or something. So, yeah, I really do like the colors though. I might get that just for craziness. And... He does, and he does have his facial hair. He's got his pro facial hair. Yep. Yes. Much, much like Minimus Ambus, that's one of the most important parts Robot of Alpha Trion. Is that he's got to have his facial hair. Yeah. yeah. Got to have his Fu Manchu. So I, I do, I have to say, and this is something that will will come up again in a moment. I do appreciate Hasbro's willingness to fully embrace this magenta pink. Yeah. Right now. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. Because you know it's not manly. Uh, so also they did reveal some uh, some of the individual Titan Masters. Yeah, just the the head dudes who come with a little gold watches thingy. The cutest, which is ape face. Yeah, he's he's good head. He's got he he's, he comes with a little monkey, well, a little ape that forms into. His old G1 spaceship. So cute. <laughs> I, 
I, I do really like, and you know, I've, I've mentioned before, I have a lot of money to spend on toys at the moment. So I'm just doing freelance work. So it's nice to have these little low cost things that I can just duck into Target on the way to the coffee shop and, and pick up and fiddle around with and not have to like budget for. Uh, so it's, it's nice to see this something that's at that, uh, five, six dollar price point, which is what I, I saw someone who had written up a breakdown of how much Titan return, Titan's return will cost you. And they had those listed as a five to six dollar price point. Yeah. Yay. So that's something that you can just like get that, that's an impulse buy toy is what that is. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. And yeah, one of them's just a Grimlock head. Yeah, I think it, oh, I forget what it was called. It wasn't called Grimlock, but it's just G1 Grimlock's head. Clobber. Oh, Clobber. And there's a brawn? Yes, and there's yeah. a very soup G1-y looking brawn head. A yeah. gray helmet and the frown and... The car- his cartoon face to a T, it's... Yeah, it's kind of uncanny to just see disembodied like that. The face that always made me think of, like, a, a golem. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it looks like the uh uh the the other headmaster characters were mostly getting as little individual head ones cuz there's a night beat like that and loudmouth who is presumably Siren. But I don't know if I can forgive Siren because he's on team getaway, but Oh right. Yeah. Uh ruining it. I'll probably still get him. No. Yeah, these these definitely look like fun little desk toys. Uh, It's nice that we're getting a bunch of them. Uh, So so there's that. And it it was nice seeing, uh, if you can look up pictures of the display that Hasbro put out. Uh, In previous years, they've had these big battle displays, Hmm. but they definitely had a a pretty fun one this time. Uh, I know know there was at least one person, uh, one of the uh, lady IDW who does some stuff uh, for Transformers, who had a picture showing that, that Rust Dust from Victorian was was off away from the others being a huge badass. Oh, yeah, wait. Wasn't, <laughs> wasn't that Sarah Petrie, however you pronounce her name? I think so, yeah. I think it was her. Incidentally, we also got more pictures of uh, Victorian's close to final deco, and it looks dramatically improved from when we first saw it. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe... They've been iterating on it, and now it's good. Yeah, I think yes. it actually changed again from last time we saw it, or maybe it's just the quality of lighting and photos. It seems. I think, I think that's it has probably. changed lately. Yeah. Oh, maybe. And it does. It's it's looking more and more G two. Yeah, you I say can that see like that. That's a bad thing. It's not <laughs> a bad thing. It's it's just it, it's it's a hair off. It needs to be something a little bit more neon and more colors to be G two. To be honest, like they need three extra colors added to them. And the the original Victorian color cons that we voted on was basically Rapido's color scheme from G2. Yeah. It was really just a matter of finding, at least for Rapido, it's, the, the teal is just accent colors. Yeah. It's primarily red, where with them, they were like 50, red or teal. Like 50-50 originally. Yeah. And in that case, they really needed to, to change up one of those colors was going to the exact hue of one of those. So, yeah, it looks like they're doing they're doing really good with it. That's hue and also a, value. Yeah. Yes, that was kind of a big problem. I'm with the first still one. probably if you looked at black and white, it was one color. Yeah. Even yes. like the gray accents were the same color. Yeah. Yes. I'm still probably going to add a little bit of black paint to some when I finally get them. 
lease the cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can pop a bit more. So do so, we want to talk about more immediate toy news, like the uh, close-range stuff? Well, there is the uh, the platinum set. Oh, yeah, the platinum. Yep. Well, two platinum sets. One we've seen before... Oh, no, two we've seen before, the, the Rodimus and Junkions and the Cyclone and Soups. But there's a new one, yet again, from the movie... Now, are we getting in the U.S. the Rodimus and Junkion and Cyclonus and Sweeps ones? I think something. I think one of the displays said it was going to be on Amazon. Okay, I could see that because a lot of that platinum stuff has been like Chinese yeah. market. Yeah, and... it's like Asian exclusive. It shows up somewhere, but I think I think we're getting these least on like these at like I, I would assume given the amount of space that these were given, we're definitely getting this set. They have Target exclusive marked on the packaging. Oh, okay. Yes. That's right. So someone has already agreed to carry them. Uh, so yes, it is uh, all the, the most recent G1 Generations Classics Universe, etc. version of Ultra Magnus, RC, Cup, Blur, and Spring. Yay. And, and with and movie 30th entry marked on it. Yes. Feel old. Oh, God. And Minimus Ambus is there. Yeah. <laughs> Just Which, pretend he was there all along. He was always there. Go, go back. Freeze frame and You could see yeah. him jumping out when Magnus explodes. <laughs> it is a little odd that they're using the, the previous blur and not the super movie accurate Titan's Return blur. Uh, but I guess maybe they can swap the... They might not be done tooling that. Yeah, that that may be something that they couldn't get out in time. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of metallic paint, and it looks very shiny. The Springer looks very bright. Yeah. He looks like RC. Uh, <laughs> I already have all those but RC and Blur, and I don't care about Blur. So Yeah, I, I really yeah that's, I like that's the blur. kind of the, the problem with this set, is that... We have at least I, one of them. Yes, uh, yes, nice also on the 30th point. anniversary of the movie, look forward to my think piece for my uh, ongoing online uh, news job about why people care about Transformers the movie and not, for instance, My Little Pony the movie or Chow the Gobots. Yeah. Okay. It's a nice box with everybody you, you, from the movie who you don't have except for Rodimus because he's in another set. But the most important thing about that box... Is a co-sell for Leo yeah. Kaiser. Oh, Leo I wonder if that means Leo Kaiser is going to be a Target exclusive. Could be. Well, maybe they were the other. Which is nice because that means I'm going to pick one up for twenty-five dollars when my Target clearances them. That's the thing. Do we <laughs> do we know yet where all the other combiner box sets are even coming out? Because we know there's like three or four of them. Yeah, we're still waiting on hearing where Victorian's going to end up. Welcome. And then we also have Computron. Oh, yeah. I, I just want to say that Lyo Kaiser is where we get into the other uh, embrace of pink, because that guy hawk yeah. is super pink. Oh, yes. And it makes still me really happy, but I'm going to be sad if Leo Zack is just Skylinks and not sexy. Well, he's got a face. <laughs> I... I... From the look of it, the only thing they've changed is his combiner face. He's got more of a Leo Kaiser face, which is kind of more of a Voltron face. Still a space dragon. Still a space dragon. Well, 
But but at least the 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 torso is a combination of the colors of Leo Zack and Jack Jaguaro, the yeah. guy who was the Jack player. Jack some mutation of the Jaguar. Jaguara, Jaguara, Jaguara. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, keep, keep in mind there was a point in time, like two years ago, when there were like massive fandom fights over <laughs> the English Englishization of Deathsaurus. Yeah. So, <laughs> Victory. The thing with Victory is that Takara wanted to use English, but it was sometimes hard to tell what they were actually going for with it. Yeah. So and. Jaguar is one of those where they were clearly going with something Jaguar, but it's hard to tell if they were going with just straight up Jaguar or whether they were going with something like Jagura. I don't know. That's the year where in in uh in Japan where Dino Force had on their package they had a line of English said <laughs> the six robots jump out his shell, transform to robot, and again. Okay. So they were. They were attempting English, but they weren't great at it. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I, I mean, there has been, there was like a Creo of Jaguar, wasn't there? Um, yes, I think. So presumably we got a, uh, got an English version, an official English version of his name from that. Yeah, but his name was just weird all the time. Everybody else was like, Hellbat and Death Adder, <laughs> Kill Bison. That's Death Cobra. Death Cobra. It was something yes, in animal, and Jaguara was the odd crotch out. Yes, they, they, the rest of them were were very clear. But I'm, I love to see that Guy Hawk is. I mean, this picture doesn't even make him look magenta. He's he's he just, pink. And the, it's great. Like it makes Bill Bison is kind of a goldishing. So it's it's not. Like he had his original movie, toy had severe gold plastic syndrome problems. Well, so yeah, he's. Oh, and we get a bonus, well, cause, um, Computron comes with Scrounge and, and his little rocket bot gun buddy. But Leo Kaiser comes Yay. with at least, it's, uh, oh, one of the things from, oh, the, the Japanese version of Prime, they had the little beast buddy animals. I think it's the one oh. that came with Starscream, transformed into something. Uh-huh. A little gun bird thing. Interesting. So there's at least one breast buddy. Yeah, maybe it's lion, or, uh, I guess the eagle, it'd probably be, well, eagle breast was one of, uh, death sources. So, maybe it's lion breast. Boobies. <laughs> <laughs> also, Deluxe Groove will be available this May. Yes, it's part of So May. now you don't have to import it from Japan unless you already did, in which case, I'm sorry you spent so much. <laughs> you, you poor fool. We already got a group who's uh, a bigger scale. And yes, so we have, uh, at, at about this time that we have a bunch of good color pictures of the Unite Warriors Computron. We also have a lot of really good pictures of, uh, the American, uh, Combiner Computron. Yeah. And yeah. the more affluent among the fandom have already started expressing, I, I want to get both so I can mix and match to get my favorite color schemes on each one. Yeah, yeah because like, I like everything about the U.S. one, ex- or I like everything about the Japanese one more, except I like the U.S. strafe more. Whereas, yeah, it's like everybody's different, because I like the, the U.S., the Hasbro version better, mostly, except for the the scatter shot looks like crap, because the Japanese version, they remold chest again. And he's actually got mm-hmm. a, a Computron head instead of just a Superion head in a different color. 
Yeah. And he's he's not gonna have the G one scattershot's most important feature, which <laughs> I will leave I will leave to your knowledge. Uh, he is gonna have an, another very important feature, which is articulate ankles. Ooh. As as the combiner yeah. mode will have articulated ankles, which is something that Combiner Wars has been lacking. The, the I think Victorion is going to have as well. Yeah, Computron and, and Victorion both have the the new hands and new feet that articulated ankles. So that's uh, that's another one for Hasbro besides the Scrounge and Rocketbot. Yeah, the Scrounge is pretty great though. Yeah, he's got a new head. Is, oh yeah, he's Cosmos with a new little adorable head. I want to buy that as like a Legends class. Yeah, it, it was I such a, I mean, this was a, a character who was in the G1 Marvel comic, uh, in probably the best storyline of Bob Budiansky's run, uh, where there's the smelting pool, and they go back to Cybertron. No, no one goes back to Cybertron. The narrator goes back to Cybertron. <laughs> the, the story goes to Cybertron. Uh, yeah. and he's Blaster's buddy, who dies horribly at the end. Sorry, spoilers. Yeah, uh, he he has a special hand. There's only one like it, and I the only problem I have with him is that he doesn't match the, the Technobots at all. Not really, but well, they they do have yellow in their color scheme. They just didn't have that much, and he's a lot of yellow. So no, they of, have like a more mustardy yellow where he has like, like um, super yellow. yellow. Eh, it's not this yellow. No. I'm thinking like Nosen's turret kind of yellow. If you if you're gonna put him with any combiner team. He fits better with the Technobots. I suppose. He just doesn't, his color just doesn't match. Uh, but... You can kind of tag along, maybe be a shield on someone's arm instead of going on the chest or something. Actually, is the, uh, I know that, now I'm going to have to look this up, uh, the Unite Warrior Strafe, whether he's based on... <laughs> if no. I could properly he's not type in Unite Warriors. He's based upon Blastoff. <laughs> Oh, right, discussed that. Yeah, he's based on Blastoff, whereas the US one is Air Raid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not really sure which, I, which one of them looks better. I like the, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a head person myself. I, I think it's very important that, you know, they have a, a very accurate face, and I think that the US one's goggles, just having the just solid Stripe goggles are a lot more accurate, uh, which is odd because I'm pretty sure isn't that a reused head from somebody? Yeah, wasn't isn't that the groove head something? Although I think that might have been a mistake. I can't remember. I think uh, there was something said that like one of the heads was wrong in Hasbro version. Oh, I like the strafe head in the Hasbro version. Well, I think that's a very strafey head. Nice as someone who wrote fanfic about strafe. I think that's a very strafey <laughs> head. So I have opinions about strafe. Well, hopefully you'll have that. Yes. So, yeah, the American one has that nice little black cockpit, which, it's, it's a very, sorry, it reminds me a lot of the, uh, third party jump starters, uh, from a few years back. Uh, the way their little cockpits were, and the way his guns sort of stick out. Uh, but, but yeah, he's a heavily, heavily retooled air raid. But also, the Japanese nose cone gets a much, as we've mentioned, gets a much, much bigger drill. Yeah. The Japanese nose cone has a lot more to compensate for. Yeah, the drill is better, but I'm not sure the rook body works as well for him. Yeah, I could see that. 
cars are different too. One of them's wheeljack, the other one's um the Hasbro one is the Lightspeed. Lightspeed is yeah, the car. Lightspeed is the cop car again. <laughs> oh my god, so how the... can you people not keep these things straight? Sorry. Whereas meanwhile, I'm like, I don't know, what's even come out this year? Wait, one, two, three, four, five. That's like the sixth version of the car car mold. The the prowl and streetwise. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was like the one that turned out really cheap out of the way. Maybe. Because they didn't have to remold much of anything. I'm talking, like, originally, like, the first one came out and, like, okay, this is, like, 30 cents cheaper than all the wave. Ha <laughs> uh, Maybe. Let's pump up our profit margin. Were they just planning <laughs> Good for corporate. that one cheaper? Yes. Because, the, well, it's streetwise and prowl out of it, and that gets you the smokescreen. Smokescreen? Yeah, smokescreen. Well, Air Raid was already a heavy remold of Skydive. Yeah. Yeah, the early guys are really good heavy remotes. Oh, I like wars. <laughs> I love Technobots. And one other thing out of the Hasbro product preview panel. Generations alt modes! <laughs> Yay! Oh, right. The, Yay, the blind packed pulped weird thing. super deformed characters. Yeah, they don't. They're kinda, they're pretty cute. They are pretty cute. But yeah, that's, that's something that you'll find over in the aisle at where the magic cards and stuff. Yeah. No, you find them at um, Topic. Oh, are they elusive? I don't know, but they look like things I remember seeing in Hot Top. They look like the oh. kind of thing that's going to be distributed via Diamond the comic book store. Yeah. I can't go to Hot Topic. They'll, they'll card me at the entrance and say, too old. <laughs> Your hair is blue. You get a pass. Eh, true. That's true. I'll just wear my Martins. Uh, so, other than that... I do like that Magnus. I will say that. I like the Prowl just because I think things in which Prowl looks cute and silly amuse me a lot because he's the worst. That is clearly going to be a bone wave, too. Yeah. Yeah. So they've talked about how they're doing Generation through 2018. Yay! Not that I expected. Like, if they didn't do Generations through 2018, that meant they were going to change the name, not that they were going to stop doing Generations. <laughs> oh, oh, I just remembered yeah. one thing and well... A lot of people took pictures of one display case that had Chrome Dome holding up Rewind. Yes, Rewind yes. on Chrome Dome's shoulder. That made my gay heart so happy. So happy. They're just, I just friends. I, yes, there there was some thread someone posted to a to a message board or something about how what's the deal with that? Are they like really good friends in something? It's like yeah, man, they're gal pals. Um. Yes, friends. But, but yeah, I mean, between that and the slide at, that we heard about at Toy Fair, I, I really love how Hasbro's really getting behind that. And, you know, I think especially the, and I realize this wasn't Hasbro, but I, I think even just from a couple years ago hearing, a few years ago hearing them mention at the, uh, at the Prime panel about how there's something wrong with Knockout, that it's, it's nice to see this very, accepting and you know even like not not even accepting but like celebrating that they have something like this going on uh, it's, it's just it's really nice it's nice to have a transformer series and and I know we've we've talked about some of this sort of stuff over on our stasis pod podcast because you know there there are romantic relationships in in, in beast war uh, but it is something that tends to be even just like 
I feel like relationships in general, not even romantic ones, are something that don't get done enough with in a lot of Transformers stories, just yeah. historically. So I think it's it's really nice to see a lot of that and see them really racing it, see Hasbro enthusiastic about it. Uh, so so yeah, that, and and James Roberts tweeted over the weekend that seeing that a picture of that display made his day. Mm-hmm. So uh, they they are definitely the Nick Roche head designs. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on those. So, yes, and they, the, the rewind will not be hilariously overarmed like the Collector's Club rewind. Well, he still has a tank cannon. Well, yeah, but he doesn't have, like, two tank cannons. Well, true. He will merely be overarmed instead of hilariously overarmed. <laughs> yes. He's he will merely a... be toyetically overarmed. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like, when they give, I don't know... Ellie Sadler from Jurassic Park, a bazooka or something. You know, like, it's it's no more than you expect. So that was a very cute display. Whoever uh, at Hasbro thought to do that, thank you so much. Yes. So uh, they did they did allow pictures at the Hasbro panel this year. Uh, have they done that the last couple years? Because uh, that used to be a big thing. Yeah, did you? I think they've been more union, or one of the big things is they disallow photography during movie years so that they can show movie product before you know embargo day movie product for movie marketing reasons. Huh. Yeah. Well, even before that, they used to that used to be something that they were very serious about. Uh, they'd also show stuff that they didn't have like photography or stock renders yet, and it was kind of like, okay, this is a little further out, so it seems like. BotCon is less, okay, here's the speak super far out, and more BotCon is part of their marketing strategy now. Yeah. So, so they, like, you can take pictures. We don't care if you take pictures because we're sending promotional photography and promotional renders out to all the fan sites anyway. Yeah. And I'm king, especially before they used to do that. Uh, it was very much something that was very a big deal. I mean, the whoever was running the convention would go up in front of the... The, uh, the panel and say, put all your phones, your cameras, before there were camera phones, your cameras yeah, away. Man. If we see a flash, ending it, it's all over. Don't even. Yeah. It's also harder to so, post now. Cause... Yeah. So the one thing that they did, uh, they did tease. Uh, they didn't have a full picture, but they had like a, a, a plane and a tank. And some people saw this without the context as to what, you know, Hasbro said as they showed this. And they were like, duo bots or duo cons? <laughs> so, boy, we're getting a, a flywheels? But no, it's they they teased Elvord. Oh, right. Ooh. Which is, I'm, I'm sorry, all apologies, but it is that is much cooler than flywheels. Wait. Yeah. I'm not sure I could buy that. I don't want my lost late crew to be unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> I have to keep them in another room. Someone made a joke about a Titan Master that just turns into his lips. <laughs> oh, and then in another tease, Master Don asked the same question he asks every BotCon. The one that got him the nickname, Headmaster yes. Don. And the answer they gave him is, keep watching, we think you'll be happy. 
I'd be happy. I'm going to be happy. Yeah, I'd be happy. I want a second shot at that character. I want all the G1 RC. I have strong feelings. I made, like, an essay about G1 RC on on the blog at one point, so I have strong feelings about G1 RC. We've gotten a a G1 accurate as you can get RC. How could we have an improved RC? Doesn't (laughs) just look like Princess Leia in armor. Is that yeah. going to be a redeck Chrome Dome? Are they actually going to agree with that 30 <laughs> years later? That would be hilarious. I could see them remolding it, maybe. Oh, that's a possibility, but... That that would be hilarious if we started getting, like, mainline Hasbro toys that were, like, the equivalent of the Wars toys that they did that were based off concept art. So they they actually released the original Unicron <laughs> prototype. <laughs> And oh, that would just be cruel. Yeah. I've seen that thing. It's trash. And they made the RC that was a redeco of Chrome Dome and they, I don't know, Buffalo Dump. Well. <laughs> of toys based on concept art, we also got a peek at the uh, Transformer Subscription Service 5.0 stuff. Which is probably the last year of the subscription service. Yeah. Yeah, at least from the people making it currently. Yes. Probably all together, but definitely from the people making it currently. And a lot of stuff, honestly, some of this stuff you're even going to have to explain to me. <laughs> I, I I can tell my aerial bots art, but when it comes to, like, unproduced double pretenders... Oh, yeah, let's, let's start with the, that one. There is, it's, oh, I was going to go through it in the order they showed it in the panels, because I don't know everything. But Okay, yeah, let's start with the craziest. <laughs> It's the, it's the pretender that was with the reissue of Fort Max. What did they call it? Max or something? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not the reissue. It was basically the Japan's release. Oh, it was. But, well, it yeah. came with a pretender shell, which was yes. sort in, of... Yes. In Headmaster, during Headmasters in Japan, uh, their Maximus, called Grand Maximus, came with a pretender shell for Cerebros. Yeah, which has sort of a Optimus Prime-ish head, but here it's redecoed as G1 Megatron. And comes, um, <laughs> the, the little Megatron that was like sort of a minor version of him. Yeah, the, uh, it's based on the color scheme of the unreleased redeco of the purple G2 Megatron tank. Hmm. It was going to be called Combat Hero Megatron. Oh, right. Yes, I remember those. And he comes with a gun to make him a double pretender. It's um, the space shuttle. I forget which toy that came with. But it's redecoed as Sky Warp. Like the Armada one? No, or, or is it Sky Warp or Sky, Sky something? The the toy that eventually became the club's version of Astro Train, the design that before that? Sky Rain? Maybe? Oh, I Sky something. Oh. Someone go to the wiki. But I think, I think oh, it's, uh, it's a what I saw <sighs> the pair two was a uh, Armada Jetfire redeco. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was but, yeah, alluding no. to. Yes, I don't the remember Armada the Jetfire redeco. It, it was it was something weird. <laughs> Some permutation of Sky Warp who became the Astro toy, but also the the unproduced toy I think was. Repurposed as a club character, a female, I think. Let us go to the. I don't. 
Let's go to the wizard. I'm going to TFU on the phone. <laughs> yeah. That, that works. Oh, yeah, Club Astro. Yeah. That's supposed to be Club Astro Train. It is? Yes, what I heard was that Pretender Shell is actually the mold, uses that same mold from the <laughs> yeah. Pretender Shell. That They're using the actual access. Pretender Shell mold. Yeah. Which is doing... the most ridiculously, it's a very rare thing to get a hold of. You basically have by Grand Maximus, who is one of the most expensive Transformers to get these days. Certainly one of the most yeah. expensive mass-released ones. So that's pretty crazy. But then they made him look Megatron. Space War oh. was it? They can't they make that a girl. It's not sexy. They don't know how to do non-sexy girls. Oh, Fine. Then shall we go through the rest in chronological order, or...? Yeah, go the rest in chronological order. That, that's just the wackiest one, the most tempting. But yeah. Really expensive. There's also the uh, G2 G.I. Joe crossover pack, which comes with uh, <laughs> Legends G2 Megatron. Ratbat, Scarlet, Cobra Commander, and best of all, Dr. B. Jones. <laughs> it comes with my heart, is what it comes with. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I think it's supposed to be the, the puppy kicking Cobra Commander, but it just looks like, probably with a little bit more paint, like the, the dollar store recent ones. I mean, it basically, it's, it's 1993 Cobra yeah. Commanders, is what with it comes Megatron. Yeah, with, with, with G1 yes. Megatron. Yeah, Megatron. Gun. A little, Oh, he's got a Megatron gun. Yeah, it's, it's a Ninja Scarlet, I, I think, or something. I do really want a Ninja Force Scarlet whose body is not, like, super chubby from having to house the Ninja Force spring-loaded gimmick. Because I had I had that toy when it was new. Yeah. I was in high school. So, so she has nunchucks, Wolverine <laughs> claws, and a Katana Wakazashi. I think the most important thing, the the lead that we're burying here, is that she has a green leotard, bright lime green leggings. Yeah, she's got kind of like such nineties fashion sense. I love she's it. she's a ninja from nineteen ninety three. This is like Night Force Ninjas level of of ninja coloring here. Yeah, this is Batman the Ant series merchandise level of her scheme. I was thinking yeah, it's... Rogue. It's, well, that's, that's also that time period. But no, that, the point is, ninjas should not be wearing colors like that. No, but it was the night. Maybe she's in a radioactive jungle. Maybe. Maybe. But, but yes, it's, it's, it's Ninja Force Scarlet. And, and yes, Dr. Biggles Jones. Yes, Biggles Jones. And she's just. The important one for, she, for fans of the absurd and the wonderful, but. Also, Masterpiece Ratbat, which you couldn't in the U.S. version with the uh, Masterpiece Soundwave. You had to import the Japanese Sound Blaster, but if you didn't, weren't that crazy. Now you can have but, a Ratbat. But Dr. Jones. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess this is, this is one that deserves a little background for, for those not familiar. Basically, as a lead-up to the Marvel G2 comic, they had uh, some a little crossover in the ongoing Jojo comic a few months before, uh, where basically Megatron approached Cobra for for help uh, rebuilding himself, uh, and they that at G two body that classic tank body and in Marvel Comics continuity was built for him by Cobra, uh, and and they gave him a railgun for his shoulder, uh, and 
part of that storyline, Scarlet was infiltrating Cobra, but also Dr. Biggles Jones, uh, was a person who was infiltrating Cobra, uh, and serving as one of their big science officers, which is why she has a, a Cobra. Yes, a sort of Cobra bodysuit with blue leotard and burgundy legging, and she's wearing a big, a big, uh, lab coat over it, because that's... With the just collar. Yes. Well, I mean, this was the early 90s, so I don't think artists in the early 90s now draw unpopped collars. This is uh, true. So, and she's just, you know, she was just this very normal-looking woman with a super boring name, and, I mean, it's sort of interesting in that it's sort of a, you know, it's it's Sydney Biggles-Jones. It's hyphenated. Uh, but yeah, she's an important character in that little handful of issues story arc, and Scarlet was doing a lot of very important things in that little story arc, and wearing colors entirely inappropriate for a ninja. And yeah, it was uh, it, it was a very fun little lead up to the actual G2 comic, and that really. This is the first GI Joe related uh, thing to the Fun Pub that makes me think they get Transformers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, this is the best. Uh, to be fair, that the afterburner came with uh, Marissa Fairborn, right? True. Um, yeah. It would be highly fair to say that was that was based on uh, the the episode I mentioned last week, I believe. Money is everything, <laughs> in which Marissa Fairborn is hanging out extensively with the Technobots. <laughs> but I'm also willing to chalk that up as entirely coincidence. Whereas this, there's no way this could be coincidence. Yeah. Actually, that was kind of harsh what I said before. I take that back. <laughs> Aw. But, uh, uh, yeah, it didn't really, that storyline didn't really link up until the second issue of the ongoing G2 comic, uh, which was actually my most reread issues of the G2 comic, because there, Spike Witwicky and Fortress Maximus sacrifice themselves so that, like, the Decepticons don't leave Earth or something. So, I, I, I love a good self-sacrifice. Life can be perfect to keep war on Earth. Yeah, so uh, that was a pretty dramatic issue. Uh, so that crawler was really cool and really important, and it's super awesome. I think this is the first official Dr. Biggles-Jones figure we've gotten, because, I mean, she was already in the storyline up to that crossover. She didn't just appear for this crossover. She just happened to be a character involved in the storyline crossover happened. But I think it's the first of her we've gotten. There have been customs. I'm sure there have been customs. Oh, of course there have been customs. But this, this, I, I had to make lots of happy noises and dash around my apartment when I saw that. Yep. And then next up, counterpunch, which raises the question: Where's punch? Yeah, they said they're not making a punch. It's just counterpunch. But okay. But what? Um. Now I'm having like thoughts. I'm having ideas. He just got in too deep and just completely lost sight of who he used to be. And <laughs> I'm guessing the Adonis seventh figure is Punch. I'm 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 guessing that I am probably putting more thought into this than anyone else has leading up to this moment. No, I do like the story bunny idea there. That's a really <laughs> cool idea. I, I want to read that fanfic now. He's he's a combiner limb. Which one was he? Is he the Wheeljack again? Or yeah, looks like it. Yeah. It's got a larger head than the punch counter punch they did before. Supposedly, remember they have it yet. It might be a teeny weeny head again. That Look would be what cruel. What happened to Ravage and Tigatron? Yep. That would be cruel. 
So then we have Fractal. Yay, Yay. who comes with Scorp. So it's pre-Beast Fractal, who was a redeck of Pterosaur. Aerate. Well, Fractal was a redeck of Pterosaur. He's a redeck of Air Raid now. And he comes with. Well, Pterosaur is also a redeck of Air Raid now, so. It it was just my knee-jerk need to identify (laughs) aerial bots. Yes. And Scorp is a redeck of something? No, he's the, uh, what's his dude who came with Metroplex? Scamper? Scamper, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's Scamper from the recent Metroplex. I like the idea of- Who I like, I, I like to believe is a city speaker now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, a pre-Beast Scorponok is an amusing idea, because after watching Beast Wars, I really like Scorponok. He's just adorable and bumbling, and then he dies. <laughs> Poor guy. Yep. But I don't like the idea enough to get the subscription service. I I oh. might like... No, no. I might like that G.I. Joe crossover enough to get the subscription service. Fortunately, I don't have the money. Or you could yeah. just have, find somebody who has the subscription service to get, buy it for you without having to go through the whole Yes. Because I don't think they're taking any more subscriptions now. Right? They well, did announce at the panel that they're going to find a way for people to subscribe to the Fuino even if they're not subscribers to the club. Oh, hopefully it'll be... Huh. Presumably they're going to offer, like, non-club member price that includes club membership or something. <laughs> Presumably they're going to charge you, like, some exorbitant amount bucks of money. More. Uh, right now it's 40 bucks. I don't think that expensive because they're not going to have the magazine anymore. Eh, good point. Maybe it'll it's be... It's not like... like they were paying people to produce the magazine. <laughs> they were comping people March to produce the magazine, if I understand correctly. Ah, uh, that's something. Anyway, is, is that the last one? Uh, second to last one. Oh. Toxitron. Yay. It's not the first Toxitron the club has done, but it's the first G1 Toxitron the club has done. The film was animated, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Based thought... on everyone's favorite combiner war Optimus Prime mold. Well, it's yeah. Although I like this for Toxitron, it's different enough. Yeah. Is it is it the Motormaster version? Uh, I don't it know. It's head sculpt, and it does look slightly Motormaster, but the... I don't remember the distinction between the two versions. Yeah. It. Oh yeah, the chest is definitely more Motormaster yeah, than it is. The problem primey. is it. That's a mold that already has a Motormaster head and two different Optimus Prime heads, and they made an Optimus Prime head. <laughs> yeah. How'd you do that? Yeah, you credit where do? It's a good evil Optimus Prime head. It's a good yeah. evil Optimus Prime head. You could have just used one of the other two and just painted it right. Why? The only reason there is ever evil Optimus Prime is to give something people something to repaint Optimus Prime yes, into. Yes, paint him in a Nemesis and Toxitron. That's it's, well, what would have been a better use of another head remold in this set? Because I think most of them seem to have new ones that are like the size you actually do a head remold of. You got mm-hmm. the the punch counter punch. Isn't well, it? we might still get that for punch. It does look like a very catchy head. So and the fractal is just the pterosaur head in the score. But that's exactly what you do if you were doing a fractal. But it, yes, I know. But the thing is, why it's. T- Tatron has an Optimus Prime head. Why would you make a third Optimus Prime head? Why would you make a set up, turn a blur head into our head? <laughs> yeah, that one was baffling. I, I agree. I own that. I, I feel strongly that the entire reason that the concept of evil Optimus Prime exists is to sell repaints of Optimus Prime, so I don't, don't understand. Yeah. You say that like it's in question. <laughs> That's true. That is objectively why. 
maybe someone thought there was some actual valid story reason to do that. I guess because they were one of those people who write stories where Wheelie no, dies. It started and- in Japan with them just doing random chase black redecos of Optimus Prime. Well, yes. And the idea over here as Scourge. Scourge R.I.D. cartoon where they took one of the black redecos and explained him being a Decepticon instead, and then that idea perpetuated forward into like Nemesis Prime and Armada, yeah. and from there it's been a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's... it's, it's if you're gonna okay that that mold, if you're gonna redo a head, why not do the combiner head? Why do the basic head? I just want to make a note that my favorite thing to ever come out of an evil Optimus Prime was uh, the deluxe Armada Optimus Prime, whose minicon was overrun, and the evil one's minicon was run over. <laughs> that was that was, cool. that was the enough that when I saw it at Botcon, I actually had to like go run and find other people to show to. <laughs> Yeah, run really over. Yeah. yeah. Instead of the gray that they normally get, it was like a nice creamy beige. Yeah. Hyde was involved with that. He likes beige. <laughs> I'm not sure the timeline lines up on that, but stylistically, you're entirely right. He does like beige. <laughs> it cannot be denied that he is known for liking beige. Oh. Anyway. So and then, uh, oh, we have more. Oh, One right. which has already been seen before, but I think we have a bit of new information on. Oh, right. We have a RC Redeco Paradramedic. Eh, who comes with yeah. a buddy that's something or other that was weird, anyway. She will be readily available on eBay for anybody who wants her, I assume. <laughs> and then finally, uh, last year's Oh My God What Toy from the BotCon set is getting a Redeco. <laughs> as a... Uh, what are the name of the reason for this guy? Optimus, uh, Optimus Prime, or... Uh, that's a good question. Different. I don't remember, but it's it's the the double combiner giant monkey pretender with a different colored swerve and a dude. I just want different to note with an Optimus head and an Optimus gun. Yeah. Paradron medic is the least creative recolor anyone can ever do, and I'm disappointed yeah. in them. Well, and then at the, least uh, they're giving her a name, his lifeline. Yay. And then so the uh, Swerve's gun, Ideco is high C. High Q. High Q, yes. Uh, I'm I sorry, love... I was thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I love things redecoed. I love things that are high Q. I love high Q, is what I'm saying. High Q is the best. Yes. Yeah. Especially in the comic where he's just this bald guy. <laughs> he's just this old, bald guy. So that is the end of the Transformer subscription service, and with that, possibly the end of FunPub. Yeah. At least as people who officially make Transformers things. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay, last but not least, Hall of Fame induction. <gasps> Yay! Guess who it was? It was people who were there. Well, yes. well not necessarily. No. Oh, I guess that's true. I mean, Optimus Primal and Cosmos were congratulations to both of them on making it into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Optimus Primal on the fan vote for best characters and cause yes. on the fan vote for best obscure characters. Which I think is is fair. Uh, you know, I like to to throw out the, the G1 knowledge, and I would say uh, go watch an episode called The God Gambit from Season 2. Uh, Cosmos was a pretty cool character in, in Season 2. Which scent was Cosmos? Was that the Peter Lorre? Uh, yeah, it was sort of Peter Lorre-ish, but not to, like, an irritating point. No. He was and, he was adorable. Yeah. And then I was personally pulling for uh, Black Arachnia, 
because Venus Terzo is going to be there, but Optimus Prime will definitely deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, maybe Black Arachne. Uh, oh, well, there won't be live Hall of Fame next time, but there, there will well, be. Not necessarily, there. but we can discuss that next week. Yeah. Yes. And then the human inductees, we have guests David Kay and Judd Nelson, voices of Megatron Optimus Prime and Hot Rod, respectively. Hot Rod. And then by fan vote, musicians involved Transformers brand, Weird Al Yankovic is inducted into the Transformers fame. Yeah, wait, hey, for that one song he did. And a couple guest episodes of Animated. Yeah, I'd say the couple of Animated put it over the top. If those yeah. hadn't happened, I'd be like, well, we're just voting on which art you like that we're on the soundtrack album. <laughs> yeah. Energy. yeah. Energy. Energy. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else saw pictures from BotCon of this that Judd Nelson's going around looking like a hobo the whole time. In stark contra, David Kay, who was impeccably well-dressed. Kay is always well-dressed. He always... He, David Kay at the concert had just this really great scarf, and he just, like, a blazer, and he just really looked great. I mean, whenever he shows up at BotCon, he looks like a million dollars. As in contrast to Scott McNeil, who shows up at BotCon looking like he could really use the dollars. Well, to be fair, Scott McNeil shows up at BotCon looking like Scott McNeil, wearing a cowboy hat and, like, a flannel sh- vest. Used to be a flannel shirt before he ripped the arms off of it. <laughs> yeah, I had one of those in high school. <laughs> well, it, it fit our characters, I guess, because... Yeah. Yeah. Like David Kay, well, right now he's uh, the voice of some of the segments on uh, John Oliver's Last Week Tonight. Yes, yeah. he is. I believe he is also still the voice of Fox Sports, but I could be wrong about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's he's got the voiceover, but he looks like a like a radio person. Whereas Scott McNeil I mean, looks like he just came off a motorcycle. Yeah, I mean David Kay looks like Beast Wars Megatron, and Scott makes like Wayne. So they yes. they they look like some of their characters sound. Yeah. Whereas Judd Nelson just had this odd coat and and a weird hat. He was wearing an Autobot. I I'm guess he might have bought it from this this main case, but it looks like something he might have just bought out of the dealer room. <laughs> so it was like a a knit cap with an Autobot symbol on it, and it was like red and white and blue. And I don't know if that was something someone made and sewed an Autobot symbol patch onto, or whether it was like a a licensed product. Hmm. But yeah, he just... And he had a beard, which I realize is in in style, believe me, as someone who hangs out at the very hipster parts of her city, I realize that's in style, but combination two mostly just made him look like a hobo. Yeah. Or John Bender. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It, it made him look like the guy who's just sort of sleeping in the hotel lobby at BotCon. You know the guy. Yeah. Oh, he should... This would have put him so over the top. He should have just been wearing the Matrix like a necklace. Yeah, that would have been great. I love that. I mean, like a serious real business actor, but he just... He, he, he really seemed to be enjoying himself, though, which is great because... Yeah. A lot of times with actors like that, it, it seems to be something that a lot of them are sort of, uh, the ones who are still alive are sort of thawing out on. But, you know, you, you had a point when they just didn't want to be reminded they had been in that. So. Oh, oh imagine if Wells had lived long enough to attend a BotCon. <laughs> he would have killed him first. Ah, <laughs> oh, this fine Energon is grown in the valleys of Iacon. 
So, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I regret not getting to go see him, but. Yeah. Oh well, but that's just because me, though. It would have been nice to attend the last one, but. Eh. Well, it's not necessarily the last one, but that's a discussion for another day. Yeah, we are going to come back next week with a discussion of, uh, basically because we really, if, if we were to have discussed both a part of BotCon and the actual news from BotCon, you would all have been downloading like a, a gigabyte podcast and listen to it for the rest of the month. Yeah, it'd be so, like three hours long, as is we're over an hour probably, depending on trimming. Yes. And so we are going to wrap it up with that. Uh, just as an aside, you guys have any others we need to bring up? Not that I can remember. There, uh, this this botcon I wasn't paying attention to. Well, previous botcons I haven't because I only at one I would pour over all the news. This time I don't know. I wasn't as invested most of the time. Just look at some mm-hmm. pictures and it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was paying attention, but I think that was. I think I've, I've definitely brought up everything that caught my yeah, attention. Yeah. But my my attention is very precise, and my my attention is like trying to shoot a laser pointer at something half a mile away, and it's just always sort of scattering all over the place, and sometimes it hits that one thing. I paid more attention to comments from friends on social media than I did to the actual news, aside from looking through the galleries and going, oh, yeah, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah. Ooh, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I would just mostly look at things that were tweeted and, and wandered over to Ben Yee's Facebook page because he was posting a lot of photos. Mm-hmm. All right, so then I will go ahead and wrap it up. All right, so, uh, yeah, just uh, keep an eye on us next week. Uh, we will be discussing a great deal about the future of BotCon as well as anything uh, that might come up that is relevant to be talked about and any other news that might happen to trickle out, which, which will probably be no news. Nothing, because we're not going to get any toy news for a while. <laughs> yeah, I imagine news is going to be light for the next few weeks. Yeah, possibly until San Diego Comic-Con. But until next week, uh, this has been Jen. And Alex. Hey, David. Hey, maybe I'll right. toys by next week. Ah, uh, toys. And you can talk about toys. Yeah, because they have boxes.